0: You are Locked On Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hail you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. You know what, we got a ton of stuff to get to today, including a bit of a preview of the Missouri TCU basketball game, we have football, recruiting news to get into, even all kinds of college basketball, broader stuff to talk about, including what are we going to do with these conference tournaments this season? Should we perhaps skip these things for reasons I'm I'm going to get to later in the show? Well, you'll find out. But you know what? I think we should probably lead with the football schedule being released for the 2021 campaign. Now, we all knew that on September 4th, Mizzou was going to open the season with Central Michigan, and we had an idea of who the SEC opponents were going to be. But now that we can sit back and look at the entire schedule, what do you think? 9-3? and How's that sound? You know, you got to say, at Georgia in November to start off that month. That's probably a loss, right? We can probably assume that. Another loss, well... Let's be honest, Texas A&M at home, as much as I would love to say we're going to beat them, well, they almost made the Final Four last season. And speaking of teams that almost made the Final Four, the Florida Gators. Well, they'll be without Kyle Trask, Mizzou gets them at home, hey, you never know. But at first glance, let's just assume 9-3 and three for now. That sounds like a pretty darn good season to me. Now, obviously, I'm joking a little bit and saying I'm assuming 9-3, and three, but really, if you look at how this schedule sets up, I think Missouri will be favored in the majority of its football games next year. So really getting excited for this 2021 campaign already, especially looking at that September 25th trip to Boston College. Now that is really a unique opportunity for Mizzou fans. Frankly, that's a road trip I personally don't want to miss. We'll see what happens. Hopefully COVID-19 has maybe run its course somewhat, or at least our reaction to COVID-19 has run its course by then. We'll have full stadiums, all that good stuff. Because, man, that stadium just a few miles away from Boston proper, the middle of the city. Boston, from my experience, just a really fun town and great time to be able to visit there, too, at the end of September. Should be a beautiful time to see the city. So, you know what? Hopefully I'll see all of you in Boston in a few months here. But following that Boston trip, Missouri will get a chance to avenge a couple losses in a row to the Tennessee Volunteers at home. And you might have heard a familiar name to Tiger fans is now the head coach of the Tennessee Volunteers. And that's none other than Josh Heupel, who was, of course, Barry Odom's offensive coordinator in the 2016 and 2017 seasons. You know What? Heupel definitely deserves credit for taking what was one of the worst offenses in modern Mizzou football history in 2015. He takes over in that 16 season and does do a nice job of improving that offense a good bit. No no question about it. By getting the ball out of Drew Locke's hands quickly, by playing a fast tempo, well, he certainly improved the offense. There's no doubt about that. But at the same time, it really felt like there was a ceiling to what Josh Heupel did offensively, and it felt like there was a lack of adjustment in his overall approach that I'm not so sure that that's going to serve him well as a head coach moving forward. And if you look at what he did at UCF, well, frankly, the, team, the team's record at least got a little bit worse every season he was there. So to me, if you're Tennessee, this can't be a home run hire whatsoever. And what really would worry me is that it didn't seem like Josh Hypel necessarily got along that well with people at Mizzou, and Barry Odom in particular. Although Barry has his own history of maybe not always being the easiest guy to get along with. But I tell you, just as a guy, you know, there's a lot more than, than just X's and O's to being a head football coach. And that part, the part of being a leader of men, sort of being the CEO, you almost have to be a preacher at a certain point. You have to get people to buy in with faith. And that's something that, that Eli Drinkwitz is great at. He's good at being a leader. He's good at getting people to buy in. I'm just not sure that Josh Heupel has that in his personality. But you know what? Tennessee fans, good luck to you. Yeah, I didn't mean that at all, did I? That was totally, totally insincere. But speaking of new coaches, Missouri has a new defensive coordinator, a new defensive line coach, and well, you would have thought that there'd be some exodus from the roster, certainly from the recruiting class, from the oral commitments that are non-binding from Missouri, and so far, so good for the most part, but there is one guy who has reopened his commitment for Mizzou, and another player from the JUCO ranks that has been added to that defense, and I want to talk about those guys, plus the Missouri TCU basketball game coming up tomorrow. But first, I want to tell you about RockAuto.com, which is a company that's been in the auto parts business for about 20 years. So these guys absolutely know what they're doing when it comes to buying online, when it comes to maintaining an inventory of just about everything you could possibly imagine from engine control modules to motor oil, heck, even a new carpet For the interior of your vehicle. You can get it all at rockauto.com. And their catalog is really unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Plus you don't even have to sign up for an account. So go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. And be sure to write locked on in their how did you hear about us box. So they know that we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. Rock Auto. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get your podcasts. And the long and winding road of Shamar Pearl's recruitment to the University of Missouri continues. Yes, the junior college defensive lineman who initially committed to Missouri out of high school before taking that junior college detour again committed to the University of Missouri. But guess what? According to his social media presence, his recruitment is now 100% open once again. So... I'm just going to go ahead and kiss Shamar Pearl goodbye at this point. But you know what? If he comes back, fine and dandy. But the deal is, I'm frankly encouraged that more guys on the defensive line or just the defense in general aren't deciding to move on or go elsewhere or open up their recruitment. That's a good sign. That shows that perhaps the Steve Wilkes hire is a popular one in the locker room, I would say. But speaking of junior college players and that 2021 class, well, you lose one, you might gain another, and Missouri did gain another one just the other day as Jadarius Perkins, one of the nation's top-rated junior college cornerbacks, has committed to Missouri over the likes of Oregon and Mississippi State. Apparently, the Oklahoma Sooners were involved in his recruiting as well, but you know what that's got to be a nice get for Eli for that Missouri defense, everybody in that room because well he really fits the mold of what Missouri has been looking for in defensive backs ever since Eli came in the fold. He's a big physical player, about 6 foot 1, even 6 foot 2 I've seen him listed, but he also runs well too. He's he's been timed at a 4.42 40-yard dash. So he's got all the measurables, physical attributes you could want in a corner. You know, obviously looking at his highlight reel, seems like a good coverage guy for sure. And again, the thing that really stands out with him, not only is he a tall player, but he's really physical too. He's got a bit of a nasty streak to him, which is something that I've noticed in just about every single Eli Drinkwitz recruit so far none of these guys regardless of position whether it's the tight ends whether it's the cornerbacks none of these guys shy away from contact and that's certainly the case with these other 6 foot tall and 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 taller guys that they've recruited at corner like Dalen Carnell like Davion Sistrunk among other guys and in other recruiting news i brought up the Oklahoma Sooners just a bit ago well one of their verbal commitments, Luther Burden, a wide receiver from the St. Louis area. Well, he's decided he's going to switch high schools. He's transferring from Cardinal Ritter to East St. Louis high school, where of course, Missouri has successfully recruited quarterback Tyler Macon and another receiver, Dominique LeVette. So there's a thought now that gosh, this might actually help Missouri with their chances of possibly luring Luther Burton away from Oklahoma. Now I don't know if that's true or not, but certainly something to keep an eye on because there's no doubt that while Burden is an Oklahoma commit, there's no doubt that Missouri is all over him and there's certainly a thought that that's not exactly a lock that he's going to Oklahoma. Certainly wouldn't be the first wide receiver that Missouri flipped from Oklahoma to Mizzou. Yes, I'm referring to Jeremy Macklin. So hopefully we can see that history repeat itself once again. And by the way, I should have brought this up in the first segment, but just in case you're curious, Missouri's spring practice for football is going to start February 28th this season, scheduled to finish March 26th. No details of the spring game as of yet. And in additional really good Mizzou football news, the Tigers previously, the athletic department, received a $10 million donation for the new indoor practice football facility, well, they just received another $10 bucks for said facility. So hey, again, Eli Drinkwitz not only getting the locker room to buy in, but the big money donors as well. You got to love seeing that. And you know what? I got to love seeing that another Rally for Ryan game is on the schedule for the basketball team, February 13th against the Arkansas Razorbacks. p.m., a nice start time. It's too bad that, frankly, we can't get a full house for that game because, well, obviously with Missouri playing as well as they are this season, an afternoon Saturday game, the Rally for Ryan deal. Boy, that would have been a great crowd, wouldn't it? Frickin' COVID, am I right? But in all seriousness, Missouri plays historically quite well in these Rally for Ryan games, even in the Kim Anderson era. Tigers are 5-0 In these basketball games, and honestly, I don't think that's a coincidence at all. There's no doubt that these kids put in a little bit of extra juice for Ryan Luce and all the other kids from the area that they've formed relationships with. You know, by going to visit them and in in, actually in hospitals and various places. You know, this is real to these Missouri Tiger kids. You know, these are real kids that they've met some cases develop some real relationships with. So basically what I'm trying to say is bet on the Tigers on February 13th in the Rally for Ryan game. If I forget to give you that tip between now and then, just remember that I said it a couple weeks early. And of course, I do want to get to that TCU-Missouri game that's happening tomorrow night. And in fact, we're going to talk all basketball after this quick break. But first, I do have to tell you about betonline.ag. Hey, speaking of betting, right? Because if you are going to take that Rally for Ryan game, which I'm obviously encouraging you to do, well, then you should obviously do it at betonline.ag because they're the one place that has you covered and the one place that we trust. So sign up for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code On for a 50% welcome bonus again, don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get on the action and don't forget to use the promo code locked on to receive a fifty percent bonus with your first deposit. Bet online your online sportsbook experts and of course, to power through this last segment about basketball I'm going to need a built bar, and whether you want. One of the 12 original flavors or the six new flavors, including my absolute favorite, Cherry barcia. Well, you can't go wrong with Bilt Bar because these things are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew and great for the health-conscious guy. Because here's why. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high in protein, and high in fiber. Hey, if you're on a keto diet, this is a pretty decent option. Is it perfect? Well, no, it's not. Nothing with chocolate is going to be perfect on keto. This is a way better option for a treat than almost anything you can imagine. So go to buildbar.com, use the promo code locked on, and you will get 20% off your next order. Again, that's promo code locked on for, for 20% off at buildbar.com. And be sure to check out locked on sec if you need more information about the Missouri Tigers, but especially their opponents from around the league, definitely check out Locked On, the SEC, wherever you get your podcasts. And while certainly 2020 was not the easiest year for any of us, the 2021 part of the calendar has not exactly been easy for TCU so far. They lost three games in a row, a brutal part of their schedule, to Kansas, Baylor, and Oklahoma, before having to shut down their program for a while. In fact, the Horn Frogs hadn't played a game since January 12th until Thursday in a game where what they actually led 19 to 18 at halftime in Lawrence in one of the uglier games I've seen all year, quite honestly. But, you know what, ultimately they did fall in Lawrence 59 to 51. I did get a chance to watch most of that game and It certainly wasn't the whole fog experience, as the announcer said. And I thought, as they said that, I thought, well, I guess there are some upsides to COVID-19. But in all seriousness, though, I was fairly impressed with certainly two of TCU's guards. And Mike Miles and RJ Nimbard are going to be two guys to watch tomorrow. If Missouri is able to contain those two particular players, if they just, for whatever reason, happen to have an off night, well, I think Missouri will be in good shape. But I tell you, that Mike Miles kid in particular, a good ball handler, not the biggest guy in the world, a true freshman. He'll make some freshman mistakes, I'm sure of that. But good ball handler, good step-back, three-point shooter. He and Nimbard, both around, both around 40% from the three, actually. So really, that's that's the... That's the task if you're Missouri. You've got to find a way to slow down those two defenders. It'll be interesting to see who actually guards those two. I imagine Drew Smith will start off on Miles. Mark Smith will be on Nimbard. But just to see what kind of coverage Missouri goes with there will be interesting. Now, Kevin Samuel has got to be their best big man, 6'11", 255", junior. Really effective around the rim as a scorer, but... He's also an absolutely horrendous free throw shooter. He's been around 40% for his career, shooting 35% this year. Frankly, unless you're Jeremiah Tillman, if you're a little guy, say you're Javon Pickett, and Kevin Samuel has to happens to get an offensive rebound, and you're near him, for the love of God, just foul him, because we need to make him prove he can make a free throw in this ball game. And honestly... If it's if we come down to the end, Missouri's winning by I don't know eight points or something. You know, hack us, Kevin Samuel may be a viable strategy in certain moments because if they can't get a shot off, then they don't have much of a chance to win, do they? The math is just going to go against them. Now, don't get me wrong; I actually hate hack a anybody strategy just in terms of watching basketball. It's painful. I get it. But I've never been a guy who's been in favor of changing the rules in order to get rid of that. Because here's the thing. Here's the solution to hack a Shaq, hack a Kevin Samuel, whatever it might be. Learn how to make a free throw. That's the solution. We don't need to change the rules just because you cannot do a fundamental part of the game. Sorry, I'm just not down with that. And finally, if you want to feel really, really old, and who doesn't? Who doesn't want to feel like an old man on occasion? Well... Certainly, we all remember the Tyus Edney shot, right? But surely you remember more guys than just Tyus Edney for that team. How about Ed and Charles O'Bannon? Well, guess what? You know who plays for TCU? Yes, none other than Chuck. Chuck O'Bannon. Charles O'Bannon's son, who is actually playing in his fourth year of college basketball. Holy Toledo, I've never felt older in my entire life. So I just thought that was a fun note to go out on. And be sure to join me soon after the TCU-Missouri basketball game because I'll have a recap all fresh and ready to go for you. Yes, that's right. I beat all those other Missouri podcasts to market. Take that. And with all that being said, I am John Miller, and I'll see you all tomorrow right here on Locked on Mizzou.